Hello, good evening, and welcome. I'm Simon Bestwick. And I am Gemma Files. And this, of course, is No Darkness, darkness but, but Ours. Our last three podcasts explored folk horror in fiction and film. And in the second of them, you might remember our discussing the excellent work of George Popov. Through Rubicon Films, the production company he set up with writer and producer Jonathan Russell, Popov has so far directed the Sideworld series of documentaries and the feature films Hex and The Droving. Gemma and I admire all these films greatly, particularly The Droving, so we were delighted when not only George, but also Daniel Oldroyd, the lead actor in Hex and The Droving, agreed to chat to us about the films. Our apologies to Dan for some technical issues which may have left his voice sounding a bit distorted. Anyway, here are our guests, George Popov and Dan Oldroyd, in this special edition of No Darkness But Ours. So, um, anyway, I don't know if you've um, had a chance to listen to any of the, 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 the guys have had a chance to listen to any previous editions of the podcast with. Uh, I, I, I just I just did the previous one, um, the oh, Mr. James one, and uh, I'm you you both are fiercely intelligent, and I don't know how uh, me and Dan will compete, but you know we'll very, give it a shot. Not very well, no, not very well. Well, <laughs> well, neither of us have made films, so there's that. He's, yeah. he's quite he's quite clever for an actor, and I'm quite stupid for a director, <laughs> so I think we're <laughs> so gonna... kind of on the same same yeah. level, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> We've just done one about folk horror, which goes a bit which. We talked, we chatted for about two hours, and I'll tell you, even cutting out all my waffling, it broke down into about three, 40 to 45 minute sections. So yeah. um, we, the first one of those up, the, the droving gets discussed in the second one. Yeah. Um, at uh, uh, one, one of those awkward conversations, because obviously we want to like tell people how much we love this film without giving away too much, because obviously one of the things we really yeah. liked about it was you kind of, I actually delayed watching it for a while because I thought I, thought, I think I can guess where this is going to go. He's going to go looking for his sister, and he's going to it's going to be like Wickerman or something like that. And of course, it goes in a totally different direction. But That's right. Explaining yeah. why you love it without spoiling it for. Oh <laughs> yeah, well yeah. I mean, don't worry. That that boat has sailed in a long time. Like I've I've spoiled it myself a few times, but uh, no, I'm 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 glad you enjoyed it. Obviously. Yeah. Um, the the thing that occurred to me uh, rewatching the hex and the droving is that um, you know both of them obviously fall into that rubric that uh, that category of folk horror, um, but particularly because they seem to be um, constructed around a certain type of landscape. Is would you say that's true? That you yeah. you find the landscape and. And shape the the uh, the idea to it. Um, yeah, no, that, that's 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 a that's a very accurate uh, assessment because um, I think you know, I was thinking about the landscape, and we had the landscape before we had all the points in in, in both of these stories. Um, yeah. if, if anything, the stories are inspired by by the landscapes in in some ways. I mean, we had some at different stages. You know, it was different with Hex and then with the Droving, but. Um, it was it was uh, absolutely the the stories weren't in their final form and and how they were gonna go until we knew where we were and and um, particularly I mean just to one of the cleanest examples is um, the scene well say a scene it's kind of like a third of the film the whole the the big sequence with with uh, Dan and the hermit you know in the yes in yeah. in the in the hut in the bothy um, 
we knew that that was that was a point where that was gonna happen in the story. We knew he's gonna meet a character like this in a certain location, but origin was just some sort of cottage in the field. You know, that's how it was written in the script. Right. So when we started looking around the Lake District in terms of what what we what we have in terms of ideas, and uh, I first I saw that pass, the Honista pass that, that we have in the film, that that we have the car going through it, and I said like, well, that's going in, and I know what the shots are gonna be, and I was like, whatever's happening, he has to go through there. I don't right. even care if he goes into the mountains. We need to go through there. Um, <laughs> Drive through there. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Because it just it just seemed like it, it was like this this natural threshold of him kind of. Uh, I, I wanted with with every kind of visual piece of the film for him to be almost going back in time in in, in a way um, before yes. you know the picture got dark again and then we were coming back into the town in the end. So it needed to become more and more primordial as we're moving away.